Hello, this is Emily Mendes-Stadion, and you are listening to PDU's podcast. A few weeks ago, I spoke with Ulrich Gero of the European Democracy Lab. You are listening to part two of this series, in which Ulrich addresses the weakness of the current political setup in Europe and suggests that there might be a better way to frame an effort to strengthen it, a European republic. was that looking at the current European discussion or discourse, you just feel this unease and malaise of most people that Europe is really, you know, this blue flag and the 12 stars and United States and it doesn't work and we didn't get political union. I mean, all this frustration, yeah? And also this frustration about the lack of democracy and, and, and lack of social cohesion in the European Union. So, and I felt like, you know, it's a little bit like François Goltou, who's that famous French um, psychologue who once said, tout est langage, everything is word. And I felt like the project of Europe needs a different word. Because in this Europe, which was so appalling to many people, the discourse started to be only less or more Europe, and then less wins, because the European project was really uh, dead in a way. Yeah, So much frustration. So I wanted to move the discourse out of less or more, and I felt like what we really need is a different Europe. Uh, because most people want Europe, that's my thesis, and this is measurable, but they do not want that Europe, they want a different Europe. I think that many people will sympathize with this. It's not that people do not like Europe per se. In fact, many people do like the idea of it. They just don't believe in the current setup. So if you say different, you start with a new word. So the, the idea was really in semantic terms, to take Françoise Dolto, tout est longue, to create a different word for the project we want, and to start with a new word. It's a little bit biblic, if you want. The Bible also says, am Anfang war das Wort, you know, first was word. But you need a word which is catchy, and you need a word which, trans which conveys ideas. So republic was the natural word. So, republic as a new word. She has three reasons why this word works. Number one, most European states are republics. First, because most countries in the Eurozone, let's talk Eurozone for a moment, most countries are republics, yeah? Reich, uh, Poche, Italian Republic, Republic Francaise, Bundesrepublik. And also, a republic is not necessarily the antipode to monarchy, yeah? You can, a republic is essentially a common roof of law under which you can place different nations or ethnics or regions or even monarchies, yeah? So, but republic is the notion with which we describe since Aristoteles um, the building of a political entity. Political communities on this continent have always been republics. Yeah? They're the natural form for organizing political power in European, in, on the European continent is the republic. That's the, the, in, the ideas which we have since 2000 years. Okay, that was number one. Most European states are republics. Now on to number two. Republic indicates a public good. We were wrong in, um, in doing this, you know, uh, federation of nation-states business. Yeah? Because federation is not an intuitive... Federation doesn't speak to people. Federation is a principle of organization, but it has no normative component. Republic has the normative component that it is res publica, which is the public good. 
Yeah? And public good is what we need because we have a huge discussion about, you know, too much finance markets and uh, 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 Europe, which is not good for the people and so on and so forth. So if through a word you can denominate a project which is good for people, res publica, so that was the idea that I wanted to get that normative underpinning and relate the European project first back to history of ideas on the European continent, which is republic, but second to a normative value, which is public good, res publica. Now, number three, the trickiest. The word republic suggests equality of citizens, not just market actors. The third very important point is that if you create a political entity, and this is also in the word of republic, this political entity can only be built if the citizens of that political entities are politically equal. So the French Revolution in 1789 did what? They said equality beyond classes. That's the first sentence of the French Revolution. And I, said, I, I feel like if we want to have a sort of mental, peaceful and mental European revolution today in the 21st century, it should start with all European citizens or say Eurozone first because Eurozone, you know, the monetary integration, the euro necessitates a different kind of political entity, but the other needs then to come into the into the euro core. But that the, um, the, the main idea is, if we want a political entity, we should be able to uh, sketch out a principle of political equality for all citizens of the eurozone beyond nation states. And this is what we do not have. Today's Europe is basically that we provide equality for market actors, because we started with a concept of political of economic integration and before 50 years we thought that that economic integration would ultimately eventually lead into political union and today we see that precisely this is not happening so we stuck we are stuck with a with a concept with a market integration concept which led to same conditions for market actors at the detriment of citizens and people because we allow for instance companies to shop around for taxes for wages um, and we play, therefore, citizens of the MEM currency zone against each other because you as a Dutch person or my kids as French person do not pay the same income tax than me. They do not get the same, you know, uh, level of salaries and the same access to social rights. And I think the European Union today needs to be inversed and we need to add to the equality for market actors. We need to add the principle of political equality for citizens of that political entity. And political equality, and this is very important, is not egalitarianism. I'm not pledging, you know, communist or socialist egalitarianism here. But political equality is that we vote our parliament on the same conditions, but we don't do this today. Yeah, A Portuguese, a Finn and a German do not vote the EP on the same conditions. We do not pay same taxes, which is the first principle for all citizens. You know, taxes are the same income taxes. And the third is you have the same access to social rights. And these three conditions aren't met. And this is what is conveyed in the notion of republic, because republic is again the public good, but it alludes also to the principle of political equality of the citizens of that political entity. This is an important point. A more federal or a more republican Europe doesn't mean surrendering all powers to Brussels. Dr. Guerreau imagines a system that allows for local decision-making and more federal political oversight for large issues such as regulation of the euro or a refugee crisis. 
It reminds me of a common phrase in the United States, where the states are referred to as laboratories of democracy within a federal structure. To be clear, Europe is not the United States. It comes from a very different historical and geographic position. But the idea of local rulemaking is not contrary to Republican values. In fact, according to Dr. Guerreau, this is already a popular idea with many regional politicians in Europe. The other idea of the Republic is obviously to deconstruct the nation-state, because if the analysis is that the biggest hurdle to European democracy are all these, you know, nation-state tax and social hurdles and so on and so forth, but if the problem is also that people want more democracy on a local and regional level, which is a trend of the time, see Catalonia, Scotland and so on and so forth, we want to do, um, uh, we are thinking, and we are still in the design phase because the lab is pretty new, but we want to work on um, a concept which we call Network Europe 21, and which is the idea in, in terms of societal design to think, uh, just to think creatively whether we could not envisage that regions or metropolitan area become the constitutive carriers of the European Republic. Uh, if you, uh, I mean, the idea would be that you deconstruct Europe into, you could look at medieval maps and you see like, you know, Bavaria, Scotland, Venezia, uh, uh, Savoy and Alemannia, you know, all these uh, uh, authentic sort of regions which we had uh, in the Middle Ages. Yeah? And you can see that there are language borders and so on and so forth, but these are the, how could I, these are in a way the, the, the authentic borders, more authentic than national state borders, because we struggled for borders of nation states uh, bloodily through wars in 300 years. You understand what I'm saying? So then the nation state idea, the idea that Venezia and southern Italy belong together is an artifact of history, and that was man-made um, when Garibaldi did it in 1860, or the Bismarck Empire was a man-made artifact gathering a thousand or so of German Fürstentümer. Yeah, the French mm. Republic promoted France, but before that was that French centralist unity. You had Basken, you had uh, Alsace, and so on and so forth. So we are just testing out whether it could be emotionally. And now we are really talking Europe 2050, Europe 2010, which is sort of where does the trend of history go? But I do think that there are two tendencies which we need to think of. One tendency is that Europe needs to be united on the global scale. We need to be in the international arena a strong united force. It comes to dealing with the Chinese and the Russians and global international arena, be that climate, African problems, whatever. Okay. But in in within Europe the trend I think we need to catch is that many people feel like they want democracy in their town, in their region. They want autonomy. They want their language. They want, you know, this Heimatgefühl, like you would say in German. And our lab wants to explore whether there is a vision of Europe, whether there is a societal design which can actually meet the two trends, the necessity to unite on the international arena, but also to, to, to give back many decisions in an autonomous way to regions and metropolitan area and to, to create create an institutional setup in which, say, 50 regions or metropolitan areas would combine and um, be the, the constitutional carriers of a European Republic. 
It's not as far away as one might think. Dr. Giraud says that regional politicians have already gestured support for this initiative. There are a couple of mayors, for instance, of, you know, big towns who find this pretty interesting. There are also the heads of, uh, of regions, actually, uh, you know, people who, uh, who run regions uh, who find these ideas very interesting. And it's also interesting if you look, for instance, on web pages of MPs. Yeah? Many MPs do have a self-portrait in which they say, I, Mr. X and Y, I stand for Bavaria in Europe. Okay, and that's a little bit what I want to reflect. Um, yeah. I talked to the mayor of Düsseldorf, which is my hometown, and who has a little bit the same feeling. There's Düsseldorf, we are all Düsseldorf, you know, we like our beer, and there needs to be a European roof. But do I need Germany other than for the football? Yeah, or why should for somebody who is in Düsseldorf? Why should he have the same social and tax regimes with somebody from Bavaria, but not with somebody who lives around the corner in Valony in Belgium? Yeah? So this is the idea. She paints a nice picture, but Dr. Giraud acknowledges that this is not as straightforward as it might sound. Nonetheless, she has reason to be hopeful. And obviously this is futurist idea, this is utopian thinking, but it's also smart political science thinking. I mean, we are doing this uh, based on concrete trends of public discourse. And, uh, uh, you know, at the, at the beginning, uh, this is a little bit like Albert Einstein. No idea is a good one which didn't seem impossible from the, from the start. That was Dr. Ulrich Geroux of the European Democracy Lab. You can find a link to more information at our website, democraticunion.eu. Thanks for listening.